I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. Look, I know it's been a couple weeks since we've had a new episode. I was on vacation, we had church camp, fuge, I got sick. Man, yes, I got COVID, my whole family got it, but we're better. It's all good now, back in the saddle, back excited about doing another podcast. Uh, first of all, if you are new to the show, let me just tell you, thank you for giving it a chance. Give it a listen. You may have to give a couple episodes a listen, but I think you're gonna find value. Um, I've been a youth pastor for 12, 13 plus years. I have worked with students. I am passionate about students. I have uh, two teenagers and one that's, uh, another one anyways, it's gonna be a teenager soon. So I have some experience with teenagers, um, with life, and that is what I want to instill in this podcast is life lessons that I've learned um, through experiences, my own experiences or with other students, but also bringing that biblical truth, not Micah's truth, not the world's truth, but biblical truth. What does God say? What does Jesus say? And how does that apply to life? How can that help you navigate this crazy world? And especially when we're being told so many different things and it's hard to know what is real truth. So that is what this podcast is about. Um, today, we're going to talk about something that, uh, you know, it just kind of dawned on me that there's a lot of things in life that we do that we don't really want to do. And I was reflecting back even when I was younger and a teenager and thinking about all the things, the tasks, the chores, the jobs that you do that you really don't want to do. And you're not doing them for yourself. You're usually doing them for somebody else. Uh, especially, again, if you're a teenager, you probably do a lot of your things for the sake of your parents. <laughs> um, you're probably doing chores at your house. They're probably making you go to school. They're, they may make you have a job. Uh, there's all sorts of things that you're doing not because you want to, not because you choose to, but because you're basically forced to, you're made to. And that is what's been happening in my house. Okay, we've been doing projects around my house and having my sons participate. You know, they're, they don't want to participate. They don't want to do these things. If, if you gave them the choice, they would definitely not do the, the little projects and the little chores. We were just doing some yesterday. And I guess that's why it was making me think of this. Um, look, there, there are things that need to be done, right? It's, it's projects that our house either needs because it's been neglected or something's broken and we just need to fix them. Um, but it's for the betterment of our house, which is the betterment of our family. And sometimes you just have to do those things in order to kind of, you know, keep the family unit going or keep the house up without it, you know, falling apart or, or getting worse. And, so sometimes you just have to do those types of things. And that's kind of what we were doing some projects. And again, you know, you get the little murmurs from my sons like, oh, you know, groans. They don't really want to do it or they don't understand why. And they ultimately did it, you know. But I know, again, if they had the choice, they certainly would not want to do it. And I get it. 
Uh, I remember, again, being young and, and having little projects, little chores that your parents constantly had you doing, or maybe it was a job that you have that your employer, your boss is making you do, and you don't, either you don't see the value or you just don't want to do it. Um, teachers constantly give schoolwork or projects or homework that you just don't want to do, but guess what? You got to do it. Um, coaches, all those athletes out there, you're probably doing some conditioning or workouts or skill building or, or some kind of practice techniques that you probably don't want to do. You know, there's some that you probably enjoy, but there's some I know, again, you know, being a former athlete, uh, there's lots of drills and practice uh, techniques that you have to do that you just don't like, you don't want to do, but you do them because the coach makes you do them. All right, look, and I have a point to all this. I know I'm saying all these things, um, but there's a point. All right, life, it, it doesn't really get better, I guess, as you get older, but you, I think you understand more. You know, as an adult, there's a lot of things that I still have to do that I don't necessarily want to do or choose to do, but I definitely understand it more. You know, I have more life lesson. I have more wisdom. And so I, I get it. I understand just like the house projects. Not that I love doing house projects, but I understand the value. I understand that those things need to be done in order to take care of your house. Uh, it's for the betterment of the house. It's for the betterment of your family. And you just, you just understand some of those things just have to get done and you do them. Um, Yes, there's a lot of things in life that you do for your own sake and that you, you know, you want to do and you do, but really the majority of our life, I'm pretty sure we're doing things for somebody else. Uh, and again, as a teenager, it's probably coaches, parents, and teachers, and bosses. That's probably your majority. Now, when you get older, then you have a spouse. And there's times when I'm doing stuff for Lois Ann, not because I want to do them, but because Either she wants that task done or that chore done or needs help with something. Or maybe it's even just, you know, going somewhere with her to spend quality time. Not that I really wanted to necessarily go to that specific event, but I know it means something to her. So sometimes we do that. And guess what? When you have children, there's times when they want you to do something. They want you to maybe go to an event. They maybe want you to go watch a movie with them. Or maybe they want you to go, you know, go out and throw the ball with them. And, and maybe at that moment, you don't really feel like it. Maybe you don't have the energy. You're tired. You just want to veg out. Or maybe you have other things on your to-do list. But you do them because it means something to your kids. And, and, you know, it's bringing value to them. So there's times, again, when we're doing stuff for others that maybe we would not choose to do just strictly because we want to do those things. So what in the world does this all have to do with today's lesson? Well, if you saw the title, who are you doing it for? Who is it really for? Is it for those other people or is it for somebody else? Well, there's a passage verse in Colossians chapter 3, verses 23. And again, you know me, you like, I like different variations, different versions. So I'm going to read you a couple. Um, the Good News translation, translation says this, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as though you're working for the Lord and not for people. 
Here's another one. Work hard and cheerfully at all you do, just as though you are working for the Lord and not merely for your masters. And here's another good one. This one's the message. Servants, do what you're told by your earthly masters. And don't just do the minimum that will get you by. Do your best. Work from the heart for your real master, for God, confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. Man, I love that. I love that version. I love that changing that mindset. Look, I've said it multiple times. I'm telling you, one of the biggest keys in life is having the correct perspective. It literally changes everything. If you will have the right mindset, if you will have the right perspective, it literally changes everything. The way you see life, the way you see maybe chores or tasks or your purpose or value in life. It literally changes everything. Here's another great example. All right, all those chores, all those tasks, all those little things that you're doing, it can be real easy to get discouraged. It can be real easy to moan and groan and complain about what you're having to do because you don't want to do it. You're being forced to do it. You'll be punished if you don't do it. You know, whatever the reason But if you'll change your perspective and you look at it from from what Colossians is saying and you're looking at it and saying, okay, it's not about just doing these tasks for my master, for my boss, for my parents, for my teacher, for my coach. It's about doing it for the Lord, doing it for your true master. You know, who, who are you really doing these things for in the, in the end? It's not for somebody else. You're doing them ultimately for God. Working for God, not for man. Look, we all know if you've been on a sports team, if you've had a job where you worked with other employees, Uh, maybe with your siblings, you know, if you're having to do something for your parents. Look, you all know that a lot of times you're going to do the bare minimum. And as soon as the eyes are not on you, you're going to stop working. You're going to maybe goof off. You're going to do something other than what you're probably supposed to be doing. Or, or, Or look, I'm going to give you the credit I know that's not you, the listener, okay? So maybe this is a teammate, a sibling, uh, a friend, somebody else, right? But we all know those people, and it happens, right? I, I, I see it all the time. You know, you go to any practice, and you watch conditioning. There's always going to be at least one on the team, that when the coach is not watching, they're no longer running full speed. Um, they're, they're cutting corners. They're not running the full distance that the coach wants them to go. Um, for those that are doing 
push-ups or planks or flutter kicks, as soon as the eyes are not on them, what do you see happen? They stop doing push-ups, they lay on the ground, they drop their legs, um, they just stop doing the work. Why? Because the coach is not watching them at that moment. Take it to your job. When the boss isn't around, when the manager's not around, what happens sometimes? Coworkers start chilling, stop doing the work, taking breaks, doing whatever, but they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It happens all the time, all the time. Why does that happen? Well, by nature, a lot of times we just don't want to do those things, right? By nature, a lot of times we're just pure lazy. We'd rather just be lazy and not do the work because it's effort, it's energy. And sometimes we don't have the effort and the energy that we really want to give because a lot of times we're not doing them for ourselves. We're doing them because we're forced to. That is the wrong mindset. That is the wrong perspective. That is you're doing it for uh, the approval or the pleasure of somebody else. You know, you're, you're trying to get the approval of your parents or the coach or, or a boss, and that ultimately is always going to fail because you can never fully satisfy a human, right? There's always going to be a lack. There's always going to be some room of improvement. However, if you're working as if you're working for the Lord, and you're giving the effort, then you can have the peace of mind knowing that you, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? You're giving the effort. You're giving the intention. You know, you may not be perfect at the job. You may not do it, you know, in, with excellence because maybe you just don't have the, the skill or whatever. But if you're doing it with your effort and with the mindset and with the good intentions, then you're doing it for the Lord's pleasure, right? You're doing it because you're trying to be the best that you can be. There's so many times in life where if you're giving your best, if you're giving your max effort, even when the boss isn't watching, even when the manager's not watching or they don't see and you're not even gonna get credit, you are gonna benefit you're going to benefit so much because you are teaching yourself to do things with excellence. There's a saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of famous coaches and, and people out there that that's their mindset. How they see you do one thing is how they assume you do everything. And that may not be a universal truth that is true about everything, but there is a lot of truth to it. Are you cutting corners? Are you slacking in, in, in something? Well, if you're doing it in one thing, what's to say you're not doing it somewhere else? But if you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're doing, your, you're doing things with excellence, it's real easy to continue to do that in every aspect of your life. And that's how you get better. And that's also how you get recognized by your parents, employers, coaches, dude, all those people that are in authority, 
They love seeing max effort. They love knowing that you're giving it your all and that you really are striving for excellence. I guarantee you they would rather have that than the, the greatest skill and talent that could possibly be. They would much rather have the effort, much rather have you're giving it your all. Guys, that is a life lesson that will carry you so far if you will do that. Strive to do everything with excellence. And again, it's not for the sake of a human boss or a human master. It's for the sake of the Lord. Because what are you saying? What are you saying to God when you give half effort in the things that you're supposed to be doing? It doesn't speak very, very highly about you. You know, as Christians, we should be people of integrity. We should be people that are hardworking, giving everything, because that speaks volume of your character. Again, what is your thoughts on your teammates that are giving half effort, that are cutting corners, that are not working hard? You don't have the respect for them. Same thing with your co-workers that are giving half effort and constantly cutting corners and as soon as the boss or manager isn't looking, they're doing their own thing. What does that say about them? Doesn't speak highly. So I hope that's not you. I hope you are listening to this and you're looking at it from a different lens. Now you're looking at it from a different perspective saying, what am I showing? What is, what is my actions saying about who I am and about me being a follower of Christ. You probably don't have a whole lot of respect from others if you're the one cutting corners, if you're the one not giving max effort. So think about that when you're doing things that you don't really want to do. That boss that you cannot stand, that teacher that you cannot stand, that coach that you don't like, you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for the Lord. And what is that saying about your character? It's speaking volumes. If you're claiming to be a Christian, it speaks volumes. Your actions are so much louder than our words. Do things with excellence. And I get it. There's times you're going to be washing dishes and cleaning the kitchen going, and what in the world does this have to do with me serving Christ? Again, I guarantee you, your parents, if they see you doing it with a good attitude and you're doing it with excellence, you're gaining a lot of respect for them. And if they're not Christians, guess what? They're going to be like, what? Why is my child doing this? That, it will be so impressive that perhaps they may want to check into Christianity because of the example that you're, that you're leaving. Same for your boss, same for your coaches. I'm telling you, it's not going to do anything negative. It's only going to bring positive, positive, positive. And again, what does God say? God says he sees that and he will reward that one day. We will be rewarded. He knows our efforts. He knows our actions. He knows our attitude. Work as if you're working for the Lord. Stop working for man. Start working for the Lord in everything that you do. Change your perspective. Make a difference. Make an impact. That is the truth that I leave with you today, guys. Again, I hope you found this show, um, this episode beneficial. 
Again, if you find value, will you please do me a huge favor? Actually, I'm going to ask two favors today. I'm going to ask that you share this episode or, or just share the podcast with someone, just at least one person. And the second thing I'm going to ask you to do is will you please send me an email, micahmurphy at gmail.com. My email is also in the show notes if you, uh, if you can't remember that or if you're not sure the spelling. Will you please send me an email just saying, hey, I found value in your podcast or maybe something that, that God has relayed through a message that has impacted you? That would be huge for me. Please do that for me. All right, guys, I love you. I thank you. If I can help you in any way, please, again, shoot me an email. Let me know how I can help you. How can I serve you? And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah.